Hello everyone, how are we? Um, just as we come up to Christmas, which is the most wonderful time of the year, um, I just want us to take a look at Mary um, and the beautiful account of the conception birth um, of our Lord Jesus, which is told in Luke's Gospel. I think it's just beautiful. So if we look at Luke chapter 1, um, just kind of read it in your own time obviously um but we're just gonna sort of look through it really quickly and just skim over it and just to pick out and um, i have been looking at this over the last few days and i've also just been thinking about um some of what it tells us of mary's um strength and and personality in a way and i you know i think there are a few things that we can learn from mary um and so if we go to Luke chapter 1 in whatever version of the Bible that you, you use, um, and let's start from, say, verse 26. Um, and, you know, in, in the first instance we see, so let's bear in mind um, Mary, according to sort of um, historical texts and calculations, is about between 14 and 16 years old. Okay, so she's a young girl. Um, she's pledged to be married to a man, so she's still a virgin. Um, and we're told that God sends the angel Gabriel. Um, this is the same angel, presumably, that God had sent to Elizabeth's husband, so Mary's cousin's husband, um, Zechariah. I'm, I'm going to do another audio on him because he's another interesting character um, in Luke chapter 1. But let's stick with Mary for now. Um, so Mary gets a visit from the angel Gabriel. Um, and the angel comes to her and he says greetings you are highly favored the lord is with you such a blessing such a blessing um and and again that just speaks of the unspeakable blessings of god that we can experience when we when we have favor in his sight um god favors mary and he chooses her to be the earthly mother of Jesus. Um, and just, you know, it just speaks to us that when we find favour in God's sight, he will do unspeakable things in our lives. He would give us unspeakable blessings. And so, first and foremost, let us always try to live a life um, that will find favour in God's sight. Let's always try to live a life that will, um, you know, May God look on us favourably um, and, and um, turn his head towards us and be inclined to bless us. Let's always try to live a life worthy um, of his acknowledgement and worthy um, of his seal of approval almost. Um, but we see here, um, Mary was greatly troubled at his words. Um, you know, and, and she wondered what kind of greeting this might be, 14 to 16 year old girl, you know. But the angel reads that straight away and he says, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favour with God. He repeats that you have found favour with God. Hallelujah. May we all find favour with God. Um, and the angel says to her, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. Um, and, you know, in, in, in here we find Mary is a willing, is a willing vessel. Um, you know, when, when we receive blessing because the lord has favored us let us be mindful to a believe it um, and b be willing 
um, to do what is being asked of us. Um, we see, you know, a few verses earlier at the beginning of the chapter, Zechariah receives the same kind of visitation from the angel and he doesn't quite believe it. And um, if we go back to Genesis, we see that um, Sarah and Abraham receive an angel's, um, a visit from the angel to tell them that they will be parents. And again, they don't quite believe it. Um, but in Mary, we see a willing vessel. Um, and, and the only question Mary asks is how will this be? Not why me, not I don't want to do it, not I'm too young. You know, she doesn't have that kind of back and forth that, for example, Moses has. In Mary, we find a willing vessel. She's willing to do it. She just doesn't understand how. You know, because again, it, this to me points to um, the kind of pragmatic mind that Mary's got. So um, she's young, but she's not naive. She understands the implications of being pregnant out of wedlock in that society. She understands the implications of being pregnant before being married. Um, and so she asks the question quite rightly, you know, and, and again, you know, this is this is another great thing about God. You know, God invites us to come to him with questions. He invites us. He doesn't always kind of dictate things down to us. He invites us to have a conversation with him. If you have doubts, if you have questions, take them to our Lord and he will answer them for you. Mary says to him, she doesn't say, no, I don't want to do it. She doesn't say, why have you chosen me out of all the, you know, virgins in, 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 in Israel? She says, she simply says, how will this be? And since I am a virgin, that question alone, it's like, yeah, she's questioning God because she understands the implications of it. But she's not saying, you know, um, I don't want to do it. Um, and the angel answers her. So this is verse 35 now saying, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born um, and he will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. Um, and, 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 and listen, listen to Mary's reply. I, in verse 38, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your words to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Mary accepts the responsibility that's being given to her. She's willing, she's obedient and she accepts it. She believes that it's going to happen and she says, may your word to me be fulfilled. She believes it. She's asked her questions, she's been given an answer and she's taken the answer by faith. And so when we come to God with questions um, and, and, and we receive those answers, even when we don't receive, let's accept what we're being told by faith, just like Mary did. I mean, praise God, she's just such... For, for someone so young, she's just, there's such a depth to her. I really think we can, we can learn from, um, as women, um, and certainly as followers of Christ, you know, Mary immediately, you know, she's obedient, she's willing, she, you know, she doesn't, she, she, she questions, so, you know, God doesn't kind of say, you know, just do this and that's the end, no. Her, she's quest she questions and she's answered um you know because again she's thinking of the the practical side of it what's society going to say what are people going to say so you know immediately we see a humble servant 
um, she refers to herself, I am the Lord's servant. We see humility there. We see her um, submitting to God's authority. She refers to herself as the Lord's servant. We see her submitting to God's sovereignty over her life. Immediately we see that. We see a practical um, young woman with, with a very functioning mind who understands the society she lives in. She's not naive. She's not stupid. Um, we see a woman full of questions and she asks those questions. But we also see a willing vessel. We see someone who says, here I am, Lord, take me and use me to your glory. And she accepts that, not without questioning, but she accepts it. And in the end, we see someone who is obedient to God, who submits herself to the authority and the sovereignty of God over her life. And so let's take encouragement from Mary. These are all things that we can learn from Mary. And um, um, when the Lord instructs us to do things, he's not saying, don't question me. By all means, come to him with questions. When God says, I want you to do this, but how am I going to do this, Lord? How would you have me do this? How is this going to happen? And, and, and very often, God will show us the way or he will make the way known to us, either by bringing somebody else to help us along or by, by, by illuminating the way for us or by guiding us along himself. But he will never leave us without answers. He will always find a way if we ask him from the depth of our heart and ask him um, in spirit and in truth and ask him genuinely. He will always answer those questions for us. And so let's take encouragement from Mary. Like When God says to us, this is a responsibility I have for you. This is a call I have for you. And when God says to us, um, I have, you have found favour in my sight. And so I am entrusting you with this responsibility to go ahead and do this that's not the time for us to shy away or argue with God that's the time for us to submit ourselves under his authority under his sovereign authority and be willing vessels and say here I am I am your I am the Lord's servant Lord please use me um, to your glory and, and let our answer be the same as Mary's was. May your word to me be fulfilled. And the angel left her. So those are the key things that we learn about Mary. Um, and then another thing that I think is quite interesting with Mary. If we start to look at verse 39, Mary visits Elizabeth, right? It says here, at that time, Mary got ready and hurried down to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped inside her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she explained, Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, and that, again, we've got to remember that. By the time Mary was conceiving Jesus, Elizabeth was six months pregnant. Um, so, um, and, 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 and Elizabeth is an, is an older woman. So if you go back to the start of, of Luke's, um, chapter 1 you will see that it, the bible describes that elizabeth was getting on in age and so she didn't have any children um 
you know, when obviously the angel visits them and tells them that they're going to have a child or visits her husband and tells him that they're going to have a child. Um, so Elizabeth is a lot older than Mary. And, and Mary's very young. And, and Mary knows that her cousin is six months pregnant and Mary's just realised that she's about to have a baby. And what does Mary do? Mary goes to visit the older woman. That's humility right there. Mary knows who she's carrying. Mary knows she's carrying the saviour of the world. Mary knows she's carrying the Messiah. Yet, Mary is humble enough to go visit her elder pregnant cousin. And I want us to just take a moment to let that seep in. Mary's a young girl, possibly between 14 and 16 years old. Elizabeth is getting on in age. Um, so she's a lot older. And if we were to use today's scientific terms to say, you know, her biological clock is ticking. And um, so, you know, they were concerned about the fact that they couldn't have children because her biological clock was ticking. And um, whatever age that starts for different women. But we can assume that she's possibly over 30. You know, this is just my assumption. Okay, there's no biblical evidence for this but she's a lot older than Mary she's six months pregnant but Mary knows who she's carrying because the angels told her yet Mary goes to visit Elizabeth and Elizabeth says here she says but why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me and that is just the fact that Mary was humble enough to do that. That's another lesson we can learn from Mary. And I want us all to remember that that blessing that you've been praying for, when you finally do find favour in God's side, when God finally decides to answer that prayer, when God finally decides to give you that miracle or that healing or that breakthrough, Whatever it is that you're waiting on him for, when God finally decides to entrust you with that big responsibility, you have got to remain humble. You have got to remain approachable. You have got to remain humble. For the earthly mother of our Lord Jesus Christ was humble enough to go visit her elderly or older pregnant cousin and her cousin herself says who am I to have found favour so much so that the mother of our Lord comes to visit me and that is a testament to Mary's character and so whenever we're praying to God for anything that we're praying for when we do receive the answer to prayer let us always remember to stay humble because it, that's the only way in which the spirit of God the Holy Spirit that is alive within us will spread that's the only way in which people can approach us and see the difference the transformation in our lives that the Holy Spirit is, is doing if we're not approachable if we become full of pride if we just um, become, you know, we, we put ourselves on a pedestal, that's not the way 
that's not the way when 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 you find favor in god's sight and god decides to bless you you have always take a leaf out of mary's book and stay humble i mean the baby mary's carrying is powerful you know that baby is powerful elizabeth elizabeth's baby john the baptist in the belly here's mary's voice here's mary's greeting and john the baptist leaps in his mother's belly that's just wonderful and and and, and another thing i want us to to learn from mary is mary has got a heart of praise and worship if we look from verse 4 to 6 um all the way through to um verse 55 you know it's it says there it's called mary's song um this is this is mary's song this is a song that mary sings to god um you know i'll read the first few verses my soul glorifies the lord and my spirit rejoices in god my savior for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant from now on all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me holy is his name i mean she carries on she says you know his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation he has performed mighty deeds with his arm he has scattered those who are proud in the in their inmost thoughts and he has brought down rulers from their thrones but he has lifted up the humble he has filled the hungry with good things but he has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servants Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised to our ancestors. This is Mary's song. This little cha- this little section is called Mary's song. This is the song that Mary sings out. You can see how she exalts, um, you know, characters such as humility. And, and 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 gratitude and being poor in spirit and because god will elevate god will elevate you when you're poor in spirit um but again what we can see from mary there she's got a heart of praise and worship and thanksgiving that's another lesson we must learn from mary she is full of praise she's humble she's obedient she's willing um you know she she's full of of praise and worship she realizes what's in her she realizes the favor the responsibility that god's given her and she's full of praise and thanks for it and she actually says this that god has remembered abraham and his descendants just as he promised and 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 verse 56 says mary stayed with elizabeth for about three months and then returned home mary stayed when when mary got there elizabeth was six months old six months pregnant i'm sorry when mary got there elizabeth was six months pregnant and verse 56 tells us that mary stayed with elizabeth for about three months and then mary went home so by the time mary was going home she was probably about three four months pregnant which means that for pregnancy is about nine months Mary stayed with her older cousin until she had the baby. And and just by by reading this and knowing a little bit of something of Mary's personality, 
I, it wouldn't surprise me if Mary waited to make sure that her elder cousin had the baby and was safe. And when Mary was sure that she was safe and well with the baby, then Mary returned home. That just gives us an inkling, a, a little insight into Mary's personality and her mind. And just such a wonderful, warm, caring, loving young woman she was. Um, and all these wonderful traits and personality characteristics of hers that we can emulate and we can look to her for strength and, and we can look to, to emulate some of these personality traits that she had because, you know, she was pregnant and, 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 and for some of us who have either been pregnant or know people that have been pregnant, we know that typically the first trimester is probably the hardest apart from the birth. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying Mary had any morning sickness or anything like that, but it's, you know, it wouldn't be too far away to assume that she did. It wouldn't be out of, you know, it wouldn't be logical to assume that she had some kind of morning sickness, um, or maybe she was one of the lucky ones who didn't have any morning sickness. But if she did, it wouldn't be a far-fetched idea. So in her own discomfort, she put that aside to stay with Elizabeth for three months by which point Elizabeth would have been about nine months pregnant and knowing Mary it, she probably stayed there to make sure that the older woman had a baby at nine months and maybe when she was happy that mother and baby were well then Mary returned home and isn't that just just such a wonderful we can see why God would have chosen someone like her if we look at all this selfless, generous, warm, obedient, humble um, characteristics that she's got, it's no wonder God chose her. <laughs> she's not proud at all. She, she's not selfish. She puts aside what may have been her own discomfort to make sure that the older woman has a baby safely then she goes home. She, she, she leaves the comfort of her home and her fiance to go to to Elizabeth to make sure that Elizabeth is, is well and Elizabeth has a baby and then when that happened then she goes back home praise Jesus and so I just think it's just such such an amazing and Mary's just such a wonderfully amazing complex character that we can learn a lot from and we can emulate and I would just encourage us to maybe just Go back and reread that, you know, that little section of Luke at the beginning. And just, you know, if, if anything jumps out at you that you think maybe I've missed or something that you perhaps agree with or don't really agree with, do let me know. Um, let us know. We're Christian Women in the UK. We're on Facebook. We have a private group on there where we share our thoughts and our conversations. It would be lovely to hear from you. Um, and I would just encourage us to just try and emulate some of this um, traits in our own personal lives. And as we wait for God's favour and God's mercy to manifest in our lives, when we do get that, let's just be something of who Mary was and, and just follow this example of a person that she was. Thank you very much. And, and Heavenly Father, we thank you for Christmas. Thank you for the wonderful example that is Mary. And everything it is that she shows us and she points us to. Lord, what a wonderful mother she would have been to a little baby Jesus. Um, and, and what a wonderful vessel 
and the willing vessel that she was um, to transport. God made man into the world. Thank you for the lessons that we can learn from her, from, from her personality, from who she was. I ask, Lord, that you would help us all to strive to be the very best versions of ourselves, even, Lord, and especially when we have found favour in your sight and we have been blessed. Help us to set aside our pride, to be humble and to be a blessing to those around us that need it. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. Um, and um, we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye for now.